Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hope y'all had an amazing weekend. Welcome to episode 75 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from the Louisville Lady Sluggers 07 Watthand team as Layla Ogden takes home the weekly honors. Layla hit 545 with six doubles, 10 runs scored, and 10 RBIs last weekend, competing at the 2021 SEFL Fall Championships in Clearwater, Florida. Great job, Layla. Awesome work. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with former Ashland Merchant and one of the stars from Fast Pitch the Movie, New Zealand native Shane Hunahunu. Shane was a force on the IAC circuit back in the 90s while playing with Ashland, Ohio, terrorizing opposing pitchers with his heavy bat. He was selected to the ISC All-World Team back in 1992 in his very first ISC World Tournament. Hooney also captured the 1989 ISF World Junior title in Summerside PEI while competing with New Zealand. We're going to talk to Shane about getting his start in the game back in New Zealand, moving to the U.S. to play on the ISC circuit, and of course, all about the fast pitch movie made by next week's guest, Jeremy Spear. Hooney was a treat to chat with, and his very personable attitude shines through in this episode. It was a pleasure for Hopi and I to chat with such a great guy from our game. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Oh, I thought you wanted to press this. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Randy. How are you? <laughs> Good, man. I, I feel like we were here two days ago. We were. Two days in the same week is kind of messy. I, I see you enough yeah. with just once every two weeks, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. How are you today? Good, man. Awesome. A little wet out there. Man, it is pouring. I know. It's raining cats and dogs. You, you texted me when I was down here and said it was, said it was pouring. I'm like, what is it? Yeah, my daughter's driving. One of my daughters is driving back right now from Acadia because she's heading oh. to uh, New Brunswick to do a dance competition or dance something or other with right. my wife tomorrow. Yeah, so I don't like that. Part. No, I hate when she's driving. Frig, shitty that. old weather. But anyway, she'll be absolutely. Fine. She'll be fine. Knock on wood. Yeah, for sure. Um, few things to touch on here. Uh, yeah, actually, maybe not a few, but uh. <laughs> I like to. Uh, well, we would like to from uh, outside the shoot, and of course. As friends, friends, we would like to congratulate Robert Bernard. Robert was inducted into the Micmac, sorry, Mi'kmaq Sports Hall of Fame as a builder and in the athlete category as well. Yeah. Super well-deserved. Oh. This guy is one of the best guys, man. I, I've known him for forever, and so have you. Yep. He is truly one of the greatest guys. Unreal. Yeah. He is. Super good guy. Man, he's such a good team teammate. Like, oh my oh, god yeah such he's so positive like an oh yeah. man and he's such a good role model for you know community super up there. good yeah yeah he's from uh Wicogum, i believe yes. in, yep. in cape breton yeah yeah he, he's great for his community for sure never heard a bad thing about the guy man he's yep. fantastic yep. and again congratulations robert super proud of you yep. and uh keep on chucking my friend yep. can throw the ball can hit even though he's 75 years old he can still <laughs> throw and hit i don't even know well, he's, he's probably younger than me for christ's sake oh. Anyway, yeah. congrats. Hopefully he's going to listen to this and get a good chuckle out of that. I certainly so, hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super proud of him. Actually, I was going to ask something about the, the lights in Lance. 
Yeah, they well, get up yet? Or what? no, no. Come on. They were supposed to be up. Yeah. Uh, they were booked for a Monday about, I'd say a month ago now. And the guys showed up to do it. And the boom truck had broken before it got to the ball field. Oh. So they couldn't do it. So then they had to wait, I don't know, whatever the time frame was, to say two weeks. They had to wait two weeks and then we're getting another one back. And then it just started, it was piss pouring rain yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah. So yeah. the ball field is so wet right now that we can't get the truck on. So right. it's looking like it's probably going to be a spring thing now. <laughs> Unless they wait till the ground freezes and then do it then, I'm not sure. But right. uh, as of right now, I was up there actually yesterday with my pop, and there's the lights aren't up. <laughs> uh, oh well, there are lights there. They'll be they'll be up for yeah next year. So. Out of all the lights there, there's I think two that work. There's right two now, that so. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it it gets a little hard to see. Oh yeah, <laughs> like in those games, like yeah. Oh man, try looking out of one eye, my friend. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> true enough. Anyway, yeah, that's exciting. That'll be done. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Shane Hunahunu finally. Yeah. <laughs> Second time around here. <laughs> so any of anybody that didn't follow us or anything when we uh, had a week off, it was uh, because Shane lost his phone. And uh, and Randy and thought Randy, he was in New Zealand. I thought he was in New Zealand. And he was in Australia. He's in Australia. So we're going to have a good laugh over that. Which the, So Randy claims there's a three hour time difference between New Zealand and Australia. Where he is. Where he is. Well, he could be on the East Coast, right? Yeah, I don't know where he's at, man. As no. long as he has his phone, I don't care. But <laughs> that's a, I didn't think it would be three hours. That's They don't seem like they're that far away from each other. But I guess they would be. They, yeah. But I yeah. Know. any rate, so Randy messed up on the whole Australia and New Zealand thing. And Shane apparently doesn't know how to fucking work a phone or he <laughs> dropped it or something. Anyway. Lost his wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see what kind of story we get out of that. Because yeah, I guarantee you, I guarantee you there's going to be something. Oh, God, yeah, there will be for <laughs> so sure. Based on, uh, you know, based on what we saw in the fast pitch of the movie and how Shane is. <laughs> yeah. It's, there was funny. I remember uh, Nick McCurry saying in the, in the movie, there saying, you know, Shane, Shane's a little bit of an anomaly where he, uh, you know, <laughs> he likes to uh, stay up all night and then sleep during sleep the day, day, but yeah. he can show up to the ball field and still yeah. rake the ball. Smash bombs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 I have a feeling this is, uh, this is going to be a, f- a funny one. We might get some good stories out of, out of Shane. Oh, and, I'm sure we will. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. when I was talking to him early, he, he's on his way back from the gym. So, <laughs> that's awesome. see what kind of workout you got in yeah hey listen let's touch a little bit on the covid side of things i i'm a little bit flabbergasted oh, yeah. with the whole fact that uh the nova scotia government has said that 11 year olds anybody under the age of 12 is not allowed to travel outside of the province right for any sports or cultural or anything activities right that is crazy shit but they're not allowed to get vaccinated yet i know that is some crazy ass shit well right i thought there. we could I, thought I don't think yet. Can. I don't think it is yet. I, I, you know what? I'm not a doctor. I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Well, I will say this. <laughs> Harley's got her appointment booked for the 6th. Okay. Well, I know that they're not allowed to do anything until January, so. Right, right. Because I think yeah. they're waiting for, like, the people that are getting vaccinated. Yeah. It, you know, there's that two-week window, and then they got to wait again. Of course. So, I think that's why they're doing it. But uh, at the same time, <laughs> here's my thing. Remember back when they said once we reached a seventy-five percent, uh, yeah, double vax, yeah, like where we go, it, it's we were more or less going to be living with it, right? Well, we're over eighty now, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know, I know, I man. know. It's just things keep. It's frustrating. Yeah. It, it really is. You know what's really frustrating about it is minor hockey. Yeah, you think of those kids that are in the Adam age group, for right. example, right. or even first year peewee. There's still some eleven year olds. Yeah. If they had any tournaments planned in New Brunswick, correct? They PEI, they yeah. can't go now, right? They can't go, and that's a downer. Oh my god, man, it's such a downer. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's something you know. I can remember being that age and looking forward to you know going to Moncton, going to Charlottetown, of course. And and not only you or the kids, the, but parents. the parents, exactly. Yeah, you get on an old shitty one outside the <laughs> elevator and get kicked out of the hotel, and yeah, man, that's all fun stuff. Yeah. Those are life stories are made yeah, at those absolutely. times. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, hopefully, uh, I don't know. It's <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on here and try to call Shane. Shane's in Australia. <laughs> I just want to let you know that not New and Zealand, not New Zealand, and uh, let's knock this one out of the park. Let's talk to Shane. Okay, my friend. All right, here we go. Shane, thanks for finally coming on the podcast, pal. Yeah, and uh, good to hear from you, Randy. 
Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, I uh you you got your phone all straightened out and you got your <laughs> you got your cards and everything, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the cards were returned. Apparently I exchanged cards with someone else with a card and ID. So I don't know how that happens, but it happens. Uh, that's 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 what the drinks do to you, Val. <laughs> It does. It does. It does uh, make you lose your memory, and it makes you uh, do silly things that you don't expect to do. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just a shame because went, my phone disappeared, so I haven't got the phone. But yeah, <laughs> I had my cards and my. Um, I did actually buy another phone, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, right on. Well, I had, I had to laugh when you uh, you, you posted on Facebook about you know if anybody finds your phone or cards to uh, to get a hold of you, and and some of the comments from from your family and stuff was saying you know again like, <laughs> you did this again. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty normal for me uh, when I lose something and I always post it on because somehow uh, someone will find it. And like it said on the post, uh, my mate did say, oh, you're one of the girls, your ID and your card. <laughs> and uh, apparently, do you have your wallet? And I'm like, man, I don't even have anything. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. So, yeah, well, at least you got them now. I mean, that's the main thing. Uh, yes, I do have them now. How, how's <laughs> things going down in Australia? I hear I thought you were in New Zealand the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've been over here for like, uh, we're looking at now about about 15 years in Australia now. Jesus, good research on my part. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job there. When you were saying about 12 o'clock, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm waiting until 12. So I went to the train and then you're like, oh, two hours. I'm like, on the clock. Well, yeah, yeah, that's uh, well, I mean, that's you know, kind of the mix up we had. And and when you had when we were trying to do this before, and you said, you know, you were good to go, and it would have been 12 o'clock your time, and here it is like almost 11 o'clock here, and we're like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Time difference, I think we're like in New Zealand, two hours ahead of Australia, Yeah. yeah. So, you guys are getting into in the summer down there right now, aren't you? Yeah, it's kicking up to around summer now. It's starting to warm up here. So, um, yeah, we're heading to kicking right into summer now. Um, nice. about probably next month or so. Well, probably now, actually. We're getting close to Christmas. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's already started. So, are, are things still on, uh, you know, kind of like lockdown down in Australia? Yeah, at this stage, we're not too bad. Queensland is pretty good. I think Melbourne and Victoria um, are in lockdown at the moment. We've had a few cases there. Um, so now they're going to have to do all the COVID tests and still got to have two jabs for coming into uh, Queensland at this stage. So, right yeah, I mean, we're good here in Queensland. Queensland's fine. Oh, right on. I mean, that's main thing. Try and get back and trying to get back into normal circumstances. I mean, <laughs> it seems like we're still a far yeah. way off from it, but uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, um, it's a shame, but I mean, yeah, I guess that's just how it is at the moment, isn't it? Yep, for sure. Uh, we have a little thing that we like to uh, open up the podcast with. We call it. Uh, it's called Quick Pitches, and we're going to throw. Uh, some questions at you, just, you know, some little random questions and you can answer them as best okay. you can. All right. All right. <laughs> First one, what's the best thing about growing up in, in New Zealand? Um, I suppose uh, family and um, pretty much um, learning a lot of, you know, um, outdoor stuff, you know, hunting, diving. That's probably about the best thing, you know, uh, being back in New Zealand that I, Enjoyed the most, pretty much. Right on. Uh, toughest picture you ever faced? Toughest picture I've ever faced. Um, let's see. Oh, possibly, probably Underwood because I'm not really good with left handers. Ah, okay. Underwood. Well, I mean, he, he he's yeah, pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. I'm not too fond of left hand pitches, but right hand pitches I don't usually have trouble with. It's just lefty. Yeah. Right on. So, so a right-handed Darren Zach is all right for you. <laughs> yeah, she's also, they're, they're, they're pretty good for me. You know, I mean, it's just coming from their left side. It's been a left-hand better too. It's yeah, it's, it's quite a chance. Never could never could um get able to left-hand pitches. I guess it doesn't matter which guy he is if he's a left-hand pitcher. It always gives me that little bit of a problem. 
Right. right yeah. I mean, that's that's for a lot of guys. Uh, how much can you currently bench press? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing like two five uh, when I was probably young until I snapped my bicep and petrol muscle. Um, oh. And yeah, so that was probably back when I was maybe 21, 22 years hmm. old. And then um, I think when I came over here and come back to New Zealand, I started picture muscles, so a lot of my training and weight sort of went drift down for um, lifting weights and stuff. So I just still continue on, but I can't lift the well, weights that I can anymore. Yeah, well, you, from so, well, that's, so that's kgs, like two hundred and five kgs, not pounds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> from what we see, what we see on social media, I think uh, you can lift more than us. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Randy. Maybe <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, next one. What, what's the drink of choice? What's the drink of choice? Red wine. Okay. Red wine drinker. Right on. Yeah. I'm a red wine drinker. Yeah. That's probably why I lose a lot of my stuff. <laughs> uh, most memorable moment from your playing career? Most memorable moments. I'd say... Um, I say up in Stefford Mines, I think it was Stefford Mines, uh, up in Quebec there, we were playing yeah. in the tournament. That was probably my most memorable time. It was probably the best um, tournament I've ever had, to be honest. Okay, yeah. And that would have showed, would have, you would have seen that on the, on the, um, the, on the documentary. Movie, yeah. That would have been my most, yeah, that would be my most memorable moment. Oh, yeah, we're going yeah, to talk about that a little later on. I guess I got some questions yeah. about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite place to play while you were doing the ISC circuit? It was Salt Lake. Salt Lake City was too much. What was it? Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Right on. Yeah, we had the ISC there. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, two more here. If you had to live off one food for a week, what is it? I have to live off one food for a week. What is it? Mm. Needles. Oh. You know what? I thought you were, I, based on what I can on, on your Facebook, I thought you were going to say oysters. Because, man, you have oysters oh, all the yeah, time. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I used to try and put them in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> but usually I have, like, I usually eat a lot of um, noodles a lot. You know, I always have a pack with me every time. So, yeah, oysters usually. It's more like uh, something to go into a shot for me. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Last one. Biggest thing you miss in Ashland, Ohio? Probably the, the people, my grandma Lida, that um, always looked after us. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Her and her family, they would probably be the biggest people I actually miss. So a lot of the people in Ashland, um, you know, I miss a lot of those people there because they're always there. Um, you know, you get invited after a game to go and, Join them for dinner, you know, with um, a lot of these people. Some of the time, and people that retired to come down, you know, they just slip over like a, a 50. Like, hey, Huna, uh, good game, man. I'll be like, ah, oh, what's this for? Like, oh, good game. It was just fun to be down here watching his play. So, you know, those kind of things you miss all the, yeah. all the atmosphere that was in Ashland. And it's just a good community of people there, you know. People bring lasagna down for us, you know. They're like, yeah, they give it to us after the game. They're like, big pans of lasagna. And we're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, who needs to work? Yeah, who needs to work at all? Yeah. Who needs to go shopping when these people are you know, giving us food and stuff? Yeah, That's nice. Well, I mean, and getting to play, you know, under for Nick McCurry. I mean, we just had him on here a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and that that guy's an absolute beauty. Yeah. Oh, yes, Nick is an amazing man. Amazing man. So let's get into uh, you know you getting your start in the game. Uh, tell us about growing up in New Zealand and you know and getting your start in the game originally. Uh, grew up in New Zealand. Yeah, well, um, you know, when I was a kid, I've always um, looked at America. It was always, uh, you know, it was always movies about America, movies this. And the only way I could ever get there was to sort of look at a sport that could take me there. And but softball was a sport that took me there. Plus, a lot of my family played it. Mm-hmm. So I had to achieve a goal. And a goal was to, you know, um, train to become good. And I had a good family there that was helping me train and stuff to um, debate yourself at it because I knew I couldn't go there and play rugby or go there and play league. It was more fast pitch was the place to go over there and play. So 
you know, um, having that good community, like I said, good family community, a uh, good bond with a lot of the family around there, sort of helped me work um, through it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you got selected mm-hmm. to go play with the junior New Zealand team, um, you know, I never really had the money, but the family got together and fundraised the money, you know, for spending money, um, the money to get me there. So when I talk about family, this is what our what our family bond is like back in New Zealand. Oh, that's awesome. They're always behind them. Yeah. They, so good. Everyone that was, they travel for sports will always get in behind and do all the fundraising, you know. So I would say, you know, that's what that's what gave me the aspect of going to America, was just like seeing all those things, you know, in America that I've always dreamed of um, when I was a kid watching all the movies. So mm-hmm. I always thought to myself, one day I'm going to be there, you know, in America. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was my, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what 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 was it about the game that you know drew you to it? Um. Well, it wasn't like it's not like rugby where you have to do a lot of running. Anything <laughs> 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 yeah. I find a sport that it was very that didn't involve too much running, and so I figured. Chopper was one of them, you know. They'd run bases about it. Um, <laughs> there was very little running in it. It was just a lot of throwing and hitting and um, very little running. So, yeah, that was <laughs> nice. that brought me towards it. so now the kiwis have always been known you know as a powerhouse in the game are are there some of the guys that you would have played with or against you know from new zealand growing up that you know went on to have great careers that you know you would have played with or against um i don't play with um i guess uh yeah that's that's a good question there because um most of the guys I play with, I'm all, I'm all I played against. Right, that, right, right. Uh, done well. That, that that done well. So I played for a lot of the outside teams. So it's like uh, like anybody doing. anybody uh, like uh, like Sorensen or Nuka Nuku or like any of those guys. Uh, actually, no. Actually, sorry, yeah, that actually, but it wasn't in New Zealand. We played together in America. Like me and Dion played together in America. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and Greg Newton. So we all played the same team in, in in America, but in New Zealand I played with maybe Paul Alga. Um, okay. Yeah, Paulie was one of the teams back there. So, yeah, my local teams that I played with, they never really had, um, you know, um, quite well-known names okay. that I played with. Um, I'm more like played against all the, uh, the players. So, Paul was probably the most rec- oh, recognized person yep. Yep. Um, that I played with. You know, yeah. The so teams that I played with, um, yeah. Yeah, he would. Uh, I think Nick said that he had Paul pitching there in Ashland for for a little bit. Yeah, would I, I think maybe when I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think had, I think he had. Um, yeah, I think he had, he had uh, Greg Newton. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I think he said he had him for like for a couple tournaments. Maybe I think it was Paul and and he had Darren Zach there for. For, for a couple of tournaments. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, that's right. Me, me and Darren Zach and um, yeah, me and Darren Zach and I played together. That's right. Yeah. In um, in Auckland, and that's right. I forgot he was pitching for us at that time. Yeah. yeah so yeah, Darren was one of them. Uh, just just a beautiful soul. Darren was just a beautiful soul, man. Like one of those guys you never want to meet. You know. Yeah, that's well. I mean, that's um, we, yeah. we hear we hear that all the time about how you know how. Good yeah, and I fortunately got to spend that a lot of lot of time with Darren on the road, um, and and playing. You know, just one of those type of people. Just yeah, yeah, amazing guy. Good guy. So yeah, actually, good guy. Darren good guy to good guy to learn from. from. <laughs> yeah, definitely good 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 guy to learn from. So yeah, no, Darren was was the other one that I do remember. Right yeah, on. Yeah, in Auckland. Um, you talked about the. Uh, the World Juniors there, 1989. Uh, I want to touch on touch on that there. Actually, it was close to us here at home. It was over in PEI. Um, yeah. What do was, you What do you yeah. remember about that tournament and just how how special was that championship? Oh, um, going into the game, um, I think everything was a special was a special moment. You know, um, especially the lead up lead up going into it. There's something you don't expect, and you know, playing other countries in the world, mm. um, and then knowing that you represent in your country. Um, I think it was just an amazing experience for me, you know. Um, 
and just the learning aspect of everything there been in another country um, over there. Um, yeah, and then, like, a lot of the players that you met, and I still can't even remember who they were, but at that period of time, but, um, you know, you wish you'd, you'd remember these guys from, you know, from tournaments like that, but you don't because you don't, you're still young and you know that you've grown up. Yeah. You always want to know, I want to know where these guys are because I think we spend a lot of time around the Japanese people and the Chinese Taipei people, and they're just such beautiful, um, beautiful people, amazing right. people. Yeah. Nice. So didn't, uh, actually I, I found some video of it online of you guys actually winning that. Was, was Jared Martin pitching back then? Yeah, he was, he was actually, wasn't uh, supposed to be in the team. He was just a call up to be honest. <laughs> wow. Was wow. actually a call up to come in that. I think uh, the one guy, I just can't remember now. I don't know what happened, why he didn't come, but then Jared got caught up to come in. And um, he actually did really well, threw really well, or Jared, did yeah, really well. Jeez, he, well, he uh, mm. he definitely uh, he definitely made a name for himself in the game. <laughs> oh, he did. He definitely did, especially as a call-up guy, you know, coming into the team. Uh, yeah, no, he did really well. Yeah. So after that uh, World Junior, what led to uh, what led you coming over to the U.S. to play? Maybe uh, tell us that story. Well, yeah, well, um, after that, we went back um, to New Zealand. Um, I went up to play in Auckland, Auckland, New Zealand, playing my games up there. And then um, a team that I played for, um, I ended up playing for up in Auckland, um, had one of the pitchers there that went to and from uh, America. His name was Hayden Smith. You, you would have seen Hayden. Hayden oh, yeah, on the, on the, on the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see, so we played together in New Zealand, so... Uh, I guess Nick must have rang him up and asked him if he can bring over, over another hitter, if, the, if there's another player or hitter uh, there in, um, in Auckland. So I actually got the perfect guy. So that's when um, Hayden had a little chat to me, see if I wanted to come over. It's a good experience for you. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely go, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's what made me go. It was pretty much that call-up that Nick must have been looking for another player. So I mean, that was my first year over there when um, – yeah, well, speaking to Hayden about it. So just getting that insight on um, what do I need? How do I do this? What do I have to do to get there? So um, he said, well, you've done what you need to do to get there. It's just us getting you there now. So, yeah, that's how I am getting there. So, you know, um, at that, that year, I actually performed pretty well back in um, New Zealand, even playing for the team. So mm. I guess um, that gave me that opportunity to be able to take that step forward and go there and, Present myself, I guess. Right on. Awesome. So, what 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 year would have been your first year over there? Was that like ninety one, ninety two around there? It'd be ninety two. Uh, okay. So nine, 92 was your actual was your first ISCs? Yeah, it'd have been. I think it was ninety two. Yeah, it would have been my first ISC. Oh wow! So so what did you what did you think of your like the first ISC tournament was a pretty big eye opener for you? It was actually, you know, um, it was a very big eye opener. You know, people that I've never ever um, met and people that I've heard of, but never ever met as well or seen, especially on the on the diamond. You know, you hear all these names, but you're like, oh, who's who's who? I've heard the names, but hmm. you know, I couldn't really put a, a face name until you sort of walk around the whole circuit and look at uh, the guys that you've heard about. So. It was a very big eye opener for me, and you know, I coming in from New Zealand as a fresh, you know, as, as a fresh meat coming in, and uh, <laughs> you know, having a look around, I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is interesting. It's going to be a good tournament." So, you know, um, yeah, that was pretty much the big eye opener, you know. Well, I mean, getting in, you, you must have did pretty good. I mean, that first one you got, you got all world. I mean, you guys play seventh. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, see, the other thing about it, I don't think they really knew who I was. Which was <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's, you know, they didn't know what I didn't like as a hitter. So they were just throwing everything at me. And, um, you know, if they could find that weak spot, they'd, they'd know it's true. But, you know, he's coming in as a rookie. No one knows who I was. So mm. I was just loving it. Like, you know, facing all these, I've heard of the pitches that were coming up, that I was coming up against. And I was just so determined to get out there. You know, and uh, show them what I've got, but they didn't know who I was. So, I think that was the biggest thing for me. You know, I think if now that now that we went down that path like three, four years ago, they got to know who I was and what I didn't like or what I did like. So, yeah, 
Yeah. So I think that gave me that big opening right there on the first um, the first ISC. Yeah, it makes a big difference when, you know, once a pitcher sees you for a few years and, you know, realizes what your tendencies are. So, I mean, you know, like I said, you, that first one, a lot of guys didn't know who you were. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but still, you still you know, hit 429 and got all world. That's, that's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it done me well. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I actually, I, I have a lot of questions from the fast pitch movie, <laughs> like a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wait, I want to ask a question. <laughs> oh, okay. In, in 94, you went to Summerside at PEI in Canada. Played in the ICs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys drove from yeah. Ohio to PEI. <laughs> Nick told us yeah. in the van. Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, I actually played against you in that tournament. I was playing for a team, for a team oh, in Nova yeah. Scotia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't oh, remember the score. Wow. I we didn't win a game, so you guys beat us for sure. But <laughs> yeah, I actually I remember you, yeah. and uh, I remember playing against you guys. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I didn't have to drive back to Ohio. Oh. I just drove back to Nova Scotia, <laughs> which was the three hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been a long drive. Oh so, shit! Was, yeah. Todd, 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 Todd playing for you? Todd, he was from PI two way. Eh? Who was that? Sorry, Todd. Uh, is it Toddy? Toddy. Todd. He was from PI. Or was Todd, uh, can't Todd Martin? His last name. <laughs> I think that was, he was a catcher. Oh, uh, Todd, Todd, Todd. Todd King? I know. That's it, Todd King. Yeah, Todd. Todd's, Todd's, Todd's from Nova Scotia, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Todd's from about oh, uh, right. 20 minutes from where we are. Yeah. yeah. But he, uh, he played for Summerside that year. He played for the Summerside 94s that year. Right. Yeah, yeah he was top eight. We got played together too back in New Zealand. Yeah, because yeah, we played together in New Zealand as well. He oh, yes, catcher. okay. Yeah, and then he played for... Uh, <laughs> he played for Tampa He played Bay. for the Smokers, too, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, P. Purcelli. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, first off, the movie. What did you think of the final outcome of the film? You know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good... Um, I was aware the whole thing went... Well, you mean the, the final outcome of the movie? I mean, you mean the wedding? Well, no, 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 no. no not the wedding. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, think, I think it was done well. Like, um, you know, at least you got to see where everyone left um, towards that end of the movie. Um, and it showed a lot of um, aspect of the game, uh, the, yeah. the top teams and your, your low budget teams. And that's what softball was pretty much brought up into. Mm. When you sort of go over there, you know, the big money teams and they still challenge you, you know, and the small budget teams are still put up a good team. Yeah. No matter who they played, you know. Um That's right. I think I think I think it was actually a good outcome of that movie. You get to see a lot of the characters that are, you know, they're still pretty much playing and the ones that are that you play I played against back in New Zealand. Yeah. Um you know, I think the whole you know, and then you've got Darren Zach's family up there. So yes, it was all spread out all over, which was so good. You know, you sort of look in, in the digital, like in the, um, the Indian side of everything. So they all playing the game. So it was a very multicultured um, sport. Yeah. It opened up a lot of a lot of things. So I think it was was uh, well presented, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've watched it. I, I can't even count on my hand how many times <laughs> I've watched it. Like, I, I think it's, it's so... Jeremy did such a good job of, like you said, yeah. putting all the different cultures together and, you know, you know, showcasing what our sport's all about and how it was. Yeah. It's just so, so, yeah. so relatable for us just because yeah. we are a low budget team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we attend ICs, yeah. but it's just the, the, all the fundraising and all the shit that Nick went through and then players on the team, players leaving, and then those big money teams. Fuck you, Pete Parcelli. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I gotta know about what what's the tell us about the cabbage story. Where where did that all come from? Cabbage. Yeah. To be honest, it was like um, I think we were on the van. There was a few of us in the van. I think me, Heinlein. What was that? No, we were watching. We were actually looking at a magazine, and then someone had mentioned loose leaf lettuce and cabbage, but it was out of a Porno book, <laughs> porno book. <laughs> so I don't know. So all of a sudden they got stuck into our heads. Now cabbage has become this this thing. Every time they mention um, that loose leaf lettuce and cabbage, now 
that cabbage just come out of, out of nowhere. So we're just calling every woman that was out there cabbage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it, was, and it, just became, it just became that thing out there. Like, and then, you know, that's, that's where that came from. It's like... <laughs> Couldn't get away with couldn't get away with that today. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, not not there. Here you could, and here in Australia, they wouldn't know what a cabbage is. But <laughs> yeah. in America, yes, most majority of people that yeah, you know, majority of the ball players knew what cabbage was. So that's where it came out of. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a backstory on that. That's good. Um, so, so was Nick correct in saying that you could have probably ran for the mayor of Ashland back then and won? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> he was not wrong there. <laughs> he, he was not wrong there. Did Love Shack have anything to do with that? <laughs> oh, I think Love Shack played a uh, played a big part in, in all this as well. It was like it was. It was you, you might as well say that Love Shack was a bar as well. It was like a bar, a club. It was pretty much everything. You know, um, when the bars were shut, everyone would come down to the Love Shack. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. And it's like it was like when people park up, there's only one car park and it's actually around the house. So they have to park up next to the house. So yeah, it was pretty central. Yeah. Well, actually, one of the things I remember from the from the movie is that in in the movie when you were showing like they were showing Jeremy around, you said this is or this is what you get when you play in Ashland. So <laughs> so I mean so I that goes to show you know really how low budget the team was. But I mean, you guys were still good because I mean, yeah, you go and look and then they, they transfer over to Tampa Bay and, and they got everything they wanted. But I mean, you yeah. guys were still competing with them. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. I mean, it was like to us, it didn't really matter. The inside of the house was good. It's just the outside look, but if it was painted, it looked nice. <laughs> like we ain't going to be going outside and painting no house, right? but inside, <laughs> but inside it's actually quite nice all inside, you know, um, and and quite spacious in that in that place. Yeah. So um, and we had a good bond with there was like two Canadians and three Kiwis in that house, so um, we had a good bond there. We you know and we've met a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, to me, the house. To me, I didn't give a shit about the house, you know. Doesn't matter how bad it looks, as long as we got somewhere to stay and we've got a good community of people. Yep. It's the community of people that made us come back or made me come back. And I was still happy to go back to that house. Didn't matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Still, you know, and it wasn't about the money at the time for me. It was just like the community of people that I was around and the people that I'd met, um, met there, you mm. know. Um, and we had even people, we had even the state troopers that come out to the truck stop, you know, and they're like, does been drinking much, Shane? Or like, we used to coach his daughters. So like, oh, we had a little bit of gas. Well, follow us, follow me back. <laughs> <laughs> we used to follow us back to the, to the love shack. So he used to transport us back to the love shack. Oh, so, my you God. Know, where, where would you get that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where would you, get that? you won't get that anywhere else. No, absolutely you not. Know? No, that's At so all. true. No. So, no. And there you go. See, we just made a good bond with people there. Man, I got into the university to go and have um, have a feed there, you know, at the union and the in the in the dinner room when the boys gave me the tags, swiping the gun for three feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that place, man. There's nothing bad about that place. Man. I, I love that place. Man. That's awesome. Oh, oh Frank, being able to go to the university and get some food, man. What's up? Yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, like because I met some of the guys, they used to come down to the bar. Yeah. yeah, and they used to come down. Some of the uh, guys from the uni used to come down and watch the game. They come out. You need to come up and hang out with us, man. We'll get you in for free feed. Good people. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so you, you talked about the uh, the tournament in Thetford Mines. There, you touched on that in quick pitches. Uh, yeah, you went out. You hit eight home runs on the tournament. Tell us that's actually hope you were you at that tournament? Which one, sorry? Does that for mines one? No. Oh, okay. No. But uh yeah, I mean they talked about in the movie briefly. Uh you mean tell us about that story from your perspective. Yeah, well, um, how where do I start? Yeah, I, I guess coming into a I don't know, I must have been on fire when it went like the first game. Um I guess after my first game, first home run, and then um 
Yeah, just trying to put it into a, into into a good way. How do I put it? Um, <laughs> I guess going with uh, going into a tournament, they've been picked up because I had never been picked up by another team, and knowing that I'm going to have to perform, it's just that up to go and play for them. Mm. Um, sort of going into that tournament, you know, I sort of boosted my. I had, I had a morality in myself, thinking to myself, well, you know what, you really need to perform. They got you up here. Um, I think after the first home run, I think I got myself on that on that plane, you know, it was just like, wow, I think I've got this. And it was like, I, I just felt, I just felt something there when I was playing, um, you know, with the crowd of people that were watching our games, you know, um, I got for the first home run and the second home run, started getting more people coming to the, every time they had mentioned that name, the weird name in it, Hunu Hunu, we had to into a competition. Yeah. And so every time they had mentioned my name on the next couple of games, you see just a crowd of people just, roll over to the diamond and just to watch me hit the ball. No pressure, you know, there's no pressure on me at all. I'm like, shit, now I've got to perform. So I guess they just they just set me up onto a whole new level being up there and I was so focused and, and so pumped. My adrenaline was just rushing like, man, this is me, I've got to do this. And it was just continuously happening right right through the whole tournament. Every time, every game I was playing was nine home runs in that tournament. That's crazy. I think we played Easy. seven games. Or Jesus. That's and nine homers hit two in the finals. <laughs> two in the finals. <laughs> and they should have walked me. They were going to walk me, but they had to go at me. You know, after hitting, you know, after hitting seven home, hitting home runs, you think, I hit the first home run in the, in the finals, you think they're going to walk me? No, they had to go at me. And that's what won the game. They could have gone straight to the, the guy behind me, but they, they said, well, they got two down. I don't think he's going to hit another one. <laughs> Boom, there you go. It was over. <laughs> like, well, there you go. And then they sort of come around home, played into a backflip, coming into home base. Oh, shit. Then <laughs> it's a whole new level, man. Just, yeah, it's been crazy. So did, did the backflips ever uh, get you in trouble with pitchers? Nah, 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 nah. Well, I only did that. I only did the one backflip that was in the final. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that was the only backflip I did. And plus, I did one in Ashton, but I smashed my teeth because I had my greenstone around my neck. <laughs> and one of the kids, one of the kids, say, "Who have you hit a home run? Could you do me a backflip?" And I said, "Sure, buddy. I'll do one for you." But then I didn't have one towards. I think it was the end of the game, and about the sixth inning, they hit a home run, and I come back and did a backflip, and didn't take my greenstone off. And, and smash my teeth when I did a backflip. <laughs> I'm glad he got. I'm glad he got what he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> you get a sore. You get a sore mouth out of it. <laughs> oh, I had a chip tooth out of chip tooth out of it. Yeah. Wish they whacked my tooth and, and, and cut my lip at the same time. So oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so Nick Nick mentioned on his podcast that. Uh, just how good of a pitcher you were. I thought he was lying to me because I only, you know, knew you as an outfielder. What's up with the pitching? I didn't know you pitched. Yeah, I did when I was at school, actually. Um, I started off pitching, to be honest. Wow. You know, I started off when I was, when I was young. I was actually doing really well pitching when I, was, when I was young, and I actually took my the Bay of Plenty team, which was my regional team, through to the Nationals. Wow. Um, even my school team, um, took us through to the finals with our school team. And that year we put our school team in. It was my whole, all of them, well, I most of them were my cousins. So we made our school team up, just all our cousins from school. You know, and our first time into a um, school, secondary school's tournament, we cleaned everybody up and made it through to the finals, you know, and going to go nationals and then ended up in the finals. I lost the finals. Yeah, so we did really well for just a, Pretty much a cousin team. Jeez, wow, that's <laughs> a, awesome. a family team. I guess. Yeah. Well, no one, no, no one ever, no one ever heard of us. Like, this is the first time now school has ever put us in. But because I come back from the World Series, my teacher, my PE teacher said, why don't you just put a school team together, like, with all your cousins? I'm like, yeah, good idea. So we ended up chucking it in, making up a team. And, yeah, and that's what I pretty much pitched. I was pretty much our pitcher through um, that period of time going through. Okay, so so, yeah. so the injury is you got injured. Is that what uh, is that what slowed you down there? No, no, I heard that bouncing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I ripped my arm bouncing, and then hit my pitcher muscle doing doing the uh, weights. Yeah, oh. and yeah, so it wasn't nothing to do with softball. My injuries were from leg weights and um, 
and dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dancing gets you every time. <laughs> so uh, looking back on your time in the States, I mean, obviously there were, there were teams that wanted you while you were at Ashland. Is, is there a little piece of you that makes you wonder, you know, what kind of money you could have made back then? Um, it's that at the time. Um, but, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been raised around people and sell all to people. So it did, it did question my mind when I, um, you know, now like now and you know, back six years ago, seven years ago, it always questioned my mind that I could have taken opportunities. But, yeah, I guess leaving the town, it just felt like home. It felt like a big family. Right. You know, and as long as I was getting a free trip back and the job, I was happy to go back, you know? That's mm-hmm. nice. Um, yeah. I'm like that even with work. I'm the same. Too. I'm just, so loyal to people, and it's like I said, it's just been the way I've been raised. Much, right, right. You know, so yeah. I like it. Yeah, there's a, there's not too many people like out that, there no, like that. Yeah, God, no. yeah. The fine line. Yeah, I mean, like now you're like, oh, I wish I'd have taken some, of the, you know, <laughs> I wish I'd gotta go and make you go and uh, take some of that money, but. Oh well. Yeah, well, it, it, it's never good to look back and and you know have uh, have regret on stuff. It's always good to look forward, right? It is, I and mean, then you sort of meet a whole good community of friends. And I think with me, that's what I've done. I've met so many people hmm. till then, till now. Even the even the young kids that remember me, they added me on Facebook, right? I'm like, yeah, Who is this person, they're from Ireland. So I sort of add them and then chat them. Like, you remember me? I was one of the little kids that used to come down to the pool. You used to take your um your girlfriend's uh, sister down. I was like, oh my god, really? Like, oh my god! And like they're like twenty five, but they've got their own kids. And like, who oh, no, have you got kids? I'm like, oh, not that I'm not old. I don't have any kids, but I mean, gosh, you've got uh, kids. <laughs> yeah, it's that's amazing. incredible. Like, yeah. People still remember who you were. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, man, that's awesome. Made an impression. Yeah, for sure. So, when did you go? When did you end up going back home? Was it after like ninety um, eight? After, uh, I can't remember the dates when I, I think my last one was with um, Jack and Doe. It was the Finland team from uh, from Ohio. That was oh, okay. after, that, after I got married. Yeah, I played it one season in, and then we sort of moved back to New Zealand. Oh, okay. So that was my last last games, pretty much. Okay. Did you play any club ball or anything when you got back? Um, no. I ended up having a run at league when I got back to New Zealand. I was playing league. Oh, okay. How was that? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I got my injury. That's when I ripped my pressure muscles, just realizing, like, okay, my body hasn't, you know, hasn't trained itself enough to go back into playing league, but I was just determined to get on that league field. But, um, yeah, injuries take the bed, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe my uh, boys are getting too old, telling me, like, come on, get out of it. You can't be playing league now. Yeah. You better yeah. go back to playing yeah. softball where you can just hit a ball, you don't have to run. Maybe it's a run to the base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> so stupid. So, so what, yeah. what? What do you get on the go now? I know. Are you are you into mining now? Is it? Is that what your work is? Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, I'm working up in Queensland now at the moment. So I'm working up in the mines. So I do week on week off. So it's all coal mines. So I work in underground. Oh wow, that's. Uh... Jeez, I thought that was a thing of the past up here in North America. But no, I think it still happens. It's still happening? They have mines. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's big, it's big, in, it's big in, uh, in Australia. The coal mines up here, iron ore and uh, gold. Right on. Real big. Excellent. So, uh, yeah. I, I, like I say, you know, you look at people on social media and you, and you get to, you know, especially me doing my research, uh, going through everything. Uh, it seems that, you know, when you're off work, you live a pretty laid back life and you enjoy it for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. like, like you would have, like if you had seen it, yes, I live a life for the fullest. Oh, that's I the way to go. I, that's I, the way I, to be. I, oh yeah. I thought I'd given that up when I was in America, but no, it's just gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just gone to a whole new level now up here, like, you know, on your days off, it's like, oh, we're going to go now. Oh, I want to go here. Yeah. Oh, and that's pretty much my life. It's, you know, you finish, you did your hard week of work and then it's just either party time or travel time. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a whole week of it. And then, 
when I go back to work, it's like, oh, I'm glad I'm back at work. I can have a rest now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't have, don't lose your phone and, and uh, cards. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> I've done really well this year. I've only lost the phone. One phone this year. I think the year before I lost about eight or nine phones. Last year, uh, I'm doing really well. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so we have a little thing. We end the podcast here with uh, Shane. It's called Player Association. I uh, I'm going to throw out some names to you, and and you yeah. can you can touch on them. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So first one mentioned earlier there, uh, Jared Martin. Jared Martin. Yeah. Oh, uh, just an all around ball player. Um, got everything he puts his hand to in the game of sport. Uh, just a, a beautiful, um, beautiful soul. Um, a very family man, um, and, and good around people. And um, you know, is always willing to help out, help the game out as much as he can. Right on, beauty. Uh, next is uh, Nathan Nukunuku. Nathan Nukunuku, yeah, um, exactly the same. Um, good all around player as well. You know, uh, a very um, How's it, how would you say, a very, just one of those um, unexpected players. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't expect too much out of him, but when he does, he really performs. Like, mm-hmm. very, um, yeah, he really puts, puts everything he has into a game of, um, of softball. You know, I haven't had much to do with him, but I've seen, yep. I've just seen a few of his games. But very talented, very talented player. Right on. Uh, next one is actually our next guest on the podcast. You uh, you know him pretty well is uh, Jeremy Spear. Jeremy, oh my gosh, Jeremy, oh, very <laughs> lovable person, um, very family man, good, uh, good ball player, good glove, a <laughs> uh, very quick, very uh, good, good, good all round player as well. Um, just just a nice person to be around. Um, he just has so much intelligence about the game, the sport, the, um, just about everything. He touches on a lot of, lot of things, got a lot of knowledge. Nice. Um, you learn so much from Jeremy, you know, and I've learned so much just being around him, um, <clears throat> you know, um, just in his career and what he's done and how far he's come with this, um, with this documentary. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, it's, yeah, he's a very, um, very awesome person, man, to be around. Good guy to learn from. A lot of things, actually. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. And last one, last but not least, the, our past uh, guest on here, good old Mr. Nick Mac. McCurry. Yeah. Oh, Nick McCurry. Well, where do I start? I mean, you cannot get a, a better a better guy than Nick. Uh, a beautiful friend, an awesome friend, a great coach. Um. And like I said, he puts everything into a game and it shows you right there when you're around Nick. Um, he does. He does what he does. He does what he does to keep the game going. Yeah. Uh, and to keep the team together. And whether that means getting people down here to do what he can to get these guys down here and come and play. Um, and a lot of, he has a lot of love for people. And a lot of people have a lot of love for Nick. Uh, just a special man. I, I, take, I, had him, I had him as my best man at my wedding. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and there was only one reason why I put him there as my best man because I've known him for a period of time, and I would never leave Nick, and that's why I stuck with the team. Yeah. one was because of him, and two was because of the people of Ashton. Right. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, just an all-round great, um, and also a great ball player. You wouldn't expect that, but the bloody boy can hit a ball. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, actually, there's a there's we a couple the of video. there's a couple yeah. of YouTube videos of yeah. of him hitting and uh, yeah. yeah, man, yeah, he was a uh, but um, yeah, he was such a good guest on here. I mean, we we could have talked to him for what Hopi? Like we could have talked <laughs> to still him. Still be here? Yeah, we'd be still here, man, because that guy is such a <laughs> such a good knowledge for the game and and, and nice just man. a just a nice man. Yeah, 3%. he is. He is. You know, he is just a nice man. Yeah, um, and like I said, he's put a lot of heart and the heart and soul into into the game of uh, fast pitch there in Ashland. Yeah, yep. you know, absolutely. Getting the team together, getting, getting the teams together, um, bringing in players from all over, from all over the place. How he does it, I don't know, but he does it. 
That's, you know, just charm. His charm. His Tennessee charm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's possibly it. You know, it's his charm that gets people down to go and play for him. You know? Yeah. But, that and the 1983 yeah. Buick Regency. <laughs> <laughs> the car. <laughs> the car. The car. I love those cars. Yeah, the cars. <laughs> oh, freak. All right, Shane. We got to, man, I, I got to thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's I been mean, a pleasure, Shane. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, like I said, like I said, I've watched that movie so many times. I, I feel like I know you kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, buddy, I, I got to thank you again for coming on. I mean, big part of the game, big part of, uh, you know, the game back in the day and, uh, you know, wish you nothing but the best. Yeah. Thank you so much, Randy. Hey, you guys, man. Thank you so much for this. Uh, it's been a pleasure it's, and it's also been amazing and great talking to you guys, you know? Yes, awesome. sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch, Shane. Yeah, mate. Well, you first take care and enjoy the rest of your guys' day. You too, Shane. You as well. Good night. Keep a hold of your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on to the phone and cards, pal. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll see, you'll see on social media that either yeah. be gone or just play something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Take care, Shane. I get it, man. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right on sweet guy man oh shit awesome that's good that's good we should plug that movie right now again too so fast pitch the movie a film by jeremy spear yep if you guys want to watch some entertainment about the game you get to see shane in action it's great it's a great movie it's... it shows with us talking to him he was such a great guy in that movie he's still such a great guy absolutely yeah and for him to talk about just going back because he wanted to go back because of the people, because of Nick. That's that says a lot about a person. Exactly, right? yeah. like big time. Fuck you, big person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your new lolly thing. Oh man, no. Hey, I said lolly. I never said it once the whole time. <laughs> you didn't even say happy birthday to him. Yeah, I did. Did you? I think I did. I said I'm a happy birthday. Yeah, we said happy birthday last week, or th- Tuesday. Oh yeah, on uh, dickhead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, I won't. That's too much work. Yeah. Oh, freak. Yeah, man. That was, that was great. Finally yeah, for sure. talk to Shane. And, uh, like we said, Jeremy's coming up. going to be talking to him. Yeah. Get to see what. We'll talk more about the movie. And if you see, ever learn how to slap bunt and yeah, all that stuff. We'll get to see the whole, you know, the, the whole making of the movie, what it all took. And yeah. And, Cause I mean, that probably took, that was probably a, pretty big project to do well it would be man like yeah all the filming and editing and yeah yeah it would be so huge yeah so uh yeah that's gonna be fun okay all right man so what do you got coming up next we have uh so bills is coming out next monday hill house well it's already out because this is shane's so it was a for fuck's sake yeah you're you're in your thing never mind we're talking to jeremy next we're talking to Jeremy next. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. That's going to be next. Awesome. <laughs> All, right. All, All right, right, guys. Have a have a good week. Uh, yeah. Get your Christmas shopping done. Stay cause, safe. Because it's coming up quick. And no drinking and driving. Exactly. No drinking and driving. Be safe. Classified. All right, kids. Time to get in bed. Santa's coming soon. Okay. Can you read a book? All right. Just one story. All right. Here we go. On the night so Don't forget tradition Baby, it's cold outside You need to get your mittens Hang the mistletoe And write your Christmas wishes It's better to give than receive Show the kids the difference Cause this year This year has been a tough one I'm just trying to celebrate And spend it with my loved ones Spread some cheer Pouring festive beer I appreciate the blessings I was blessed with here Uncle Chris and Aunt Leah Reminiscing on the front porch Little Tay Tay Trying to build another snow fort Uh I hear the church bells ringing, I'll be there Christmas Eve with my family all singing Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Uh, uh, I said we be all singing Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Uh, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying.
Okay, well I'll be ready with the lights on. Got the decorations up, it's taking me all night long. Log on the fire, put on my ugly sweater. The children are Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.